happy holidays! It's weird that I can see myself. Uh, this is my first Skype guest, and welcome to Deck the Pod, everyone. This is Angelica Florio, and today I'm talking to my great, dear, amazing friend, Mimi, Mimi Shuar. Hey, Mimi. Hey, it's Mimi. It's I'm so Mimi. happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. No, thank you guys. Seriously, I can't thank you enough. I was just on my, like, as I went to the bathroom a second ago, we won't get into <laughs> details. I was just like, God, I'm so glad. Like, my friends are willing to do this with me. Yeah, it's, it's so such nice. an awesome idea. Well, Mimi and I, just for the listeners, uh, we were... BF, we are BFFs, of course. Yeah, <laughs> we were, and then we had this like crazy falling out. Now we hate each other. <laughs> no, but I agreed to the podcast for like publicity reasons. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we're together for the podcast. It's all fake, but you know, whatever. No, we love each other. But in high school, we used to listen to like Christmas music all the time. So much. Yeah, and it was really, really fun. And we would like just drive around. Mimi loves Christmas music, as do I, which is. Yeah, that, like, bonded us together. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to do a podcast about Christmas music, Mimi, you need to be involved. Get in here, girl. <laughs> yes. And here you are. Here so, I am. So, Mimi, tell me about your, how you feel about Christmas music in general. Why do you think you like it? Um. Well, Christmas is always the biggest holiday in my family. We're not religious and we don't have a ton of family traditions. And so Christmas was always the holiday I looked forward to the most. And it's just such, I know a lot of people have really mixed feelings about Christmas, but for me, it's always such a happy, wonderful time of year. All the family's together and everyone's in the giving joyous spirit. And, um, I don't know, Christmas music always just has such uplifting beats and melodies and lyrics. And I just like, it comes on and I'm like, mm, yes, sing it, go work. And I just love yeah. it. And um, <laughs> it's easy to dance to. And I don't know if Angelica mentioned this, but we are dancers. Yes, we are dancers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's... We would it's dance fun. to Christmas music. Of course we would. We should have choreographed more dances to yeah. Christmas Yeah, I mean, music. we did perform Jingle Bell Rock from Mean Girls in our high school talent oh show. <laughs> We did. So, I was telling a friend about that, a friend who's a lot younger than me, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do that for my high school yes. like, show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he has to. Oh, yes. I, in the heels. We I remember we did it and I was Gretchen and I kicked this like pillow. <laughs> I kicked the pillow that was, we like decorated to look like a boombox. And yeah. Jason. Yes, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. Um, so Mimi oh. knows all about just beats and rhythms. She's a beautiful dancer. Um, you can find her performing. Where can we find you performing, Mimi? Your bedroom? <laughs> I did the Kiki Challenge on Instagram, so you can check that out. Oh, okay. I'm not dancing that much these days. It's kind of sad. Maybe I should break out the old boombox and choreograph some some sick hip-hop routines to some Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better music to do that to, really. I know. Um, I mean, so. okay, so definitely today's album of t discussion, topic of discussion, is Mariah Carey's first Christmas album, uh, yes. Merry Christmas. It's just called Merry Christmas. It's from 1994, and it literally changed the world. Mm -hmm. Like, when like probably it's it probably did for the world what Jesus did when he was born like it just is that like you know this is Absolutely. like we should just celebrate I always call it Mariah Miss because she <laughs> it's oh, like she is Christmas you know she, she just is. she's it. the queen yes like, so God bless her <laughs> yes and us for having her I have to say yes. a few I mean everybody has talked about Mariah Carey but Obviously, the number one out, the number one song from this album is "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and we're we're gonna talk about that a little later. Um, for but this album, I'll I will say a few facts about it. It was released in 1994, and then in 2017, it got onto the top ten of the Billboard Hot 100. So last year, it was like the first time in like over 20 years that this album hit the 
Hot 100, which is like crazy because it's just because of that one song, basically. And uh, The Economist has reported that Mariah Carey has earned about $60 million in royalties from the song because of its release. So it's like just every time it plays. Just that song? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because everyone loves that song so much. Yeah. And it's funny because I was talking with my friends on the first episode about this. Like, you know how Mm. Love Actually is about recording. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we have to get a Christmas song because, I mean, you can make tons of money from it. Like, it's And this is my, like, it's seriously one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. Like, Oh, yeah. It's a year-round favorite. Like, it's not just for Christmas. It's, like, the best love song out there. (laughs) I love it. It's a love song. Um, But I don't listen to it at other times of years. Um, There's that, like, you know, there's that, like, sexual thing um called edging have you ever heard of this yes this is like you coming to mind like get close to an orgasm for a while and then you like hold it off and then you like release it later (laughs) is that what you do with the song you listen to like the first 10 seconds year round and then on christmas day you're finally like what's happening (laughs) honestly that would probably be a good idea but i just like I, more for me, I don't I don't just listen to a little bit of it. I just don't listen to it. And then yeah. I like listen to it. But I feel like that's kind of like edging because you're like yeah. just thinking about it makes me excited or I'll like sing it in my head, but I won't like listen to it. Uh, and then I just like have this extreme pleasure like that comes out when I listen to this album. Like I'm I'm sorry to be gross, but it's <laughs> not gross at all. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you, Mimi. Mimi, I know you appreciate that. <laughs> I do. I should try that one time because I, I honestly, edging? I don't go at, no, <laughs> like, well, edging with the Mariah Carey's with All I Want for Christmas is You because <laughs> I can't get that far in the year without like needing a little Mariah in my oh, life. Oh, I didn't know that. So like, when do you, do you like sneak it in? Like, what, I feel tell like- me about that. Well, I definitely, like, keep listening to Christmas music through, like, New Year's, um, and it'll, like, slowly fade away, and then I feel like sometimes in the spring, I'll, like, pop it on, you know? Or, like, (laughs) it's one of those things where if it comes up on shuffle, I just don't skip it. It feels kind of rude, honestly, to be like, I can't listen to that right now. But maybe next year. I mean, I've I've already listened to it several times this year. But maybe next year. Do you start listening to it? Like, when do you start listening to it? Like regularly. Regularly, um, like after Halloween. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's funny. Um, Mariah herself has a rule that she won't perform it or sing it before, uh, until after Thanksgiving. So now it's like officially nice. the yeah. time of year. And I posted this on my Instagram, which everybody should follow at deck the pod on Instagram. Yes. Um, and I posted this little clip from her interview, though, she had with Andy Cohen on that talk show, Watch What Happens. And he said, uh, he asked her what her favorite songs to perform was. And this All I Want for Christmas is You is one of them. But she just oh, she won't good. do it all year round. But okay, like a few, we'll get more into the stats later. I want to get into like a different song first because we're edging, we're edging into Mariah. (laughs) Yeah, got to do the edge. (laughs) So, but to start off, um, you also love Silent Night. You told me. I do. I love that song. Okay, wait, so we're going to play a little bit of the Mariah version now and then we'll get into why you love it so much.
So do you like Mariah's version or is it just like every version? Yeah, no, I like it. It's not like my favorite. Like I don't get as emotional to that version as the other ones, but I still really like it. Yeah. Wait, so which ones, which ones do you get emotional to? Um, I really or- like the Celtic women. Their version is really beautiful. Um, Wait, yeah. I want to play that one. So it's by... Celtic women, yeah. They might have a couple versions at this point, but all of their Christmas music is just really peaceful and really beautiful. It's definitely not, like, dancey Christmas music. It's, like, sitting at home, relaxing Christmas music, but it's really pretty. And then also that group Pentatonix, they're, like, a YouTube group, and they did a really cool recording of it, too. They do, like, a five-part harmony, like, really gorgeous. Yeah, I love their Christmas music. I, Me, like, too. I almost, like, hate how much I love it, because I'm, like, I know. it's also, like, I mean, I also love the Glee music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I feel like Pentatonix <laughs> is a lot like Glee, so I'm just, like, I just feel like a lame, like, acapella nerd. No, when a girl, own it. it. Own that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I still fucking love it. I so love they, it. So you like their, um, they, I mean, they actually have a lot of Christmas albums. So, like, they're pretty into Christmas. I feel like that's how they got famous, because they did Carol of the Bells and then um, Little Drummer Boy, and they made videos, and those videos went viral. Because that's, like, right when acapella was getting really big. It's when Glee yeah. was huge, and people were like, this is crazy. How yeah. is there no music? You know, so right I think that's how they got it. their start. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, how they, like, probably came out right around the same time when uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. And then had come out, and it was, like, yeah, it was a really, definitely a, So, I didn't know that you love that version. That's awesome. But you also uh, have a personal story. Okay, wait, we, I, how have we not said this? Mimi was born on Christmas. Mimi's birthday is on Christmas. It, Mimi is, like, yes. is Christmas. I am the Christmas princess. Yeah, she is the princess. Mariah is the queen. Okay, I'm not going to yeah. take that, but. Yeah, of course. I'll be princess. <laughs> but honestly, she should, like, have you on a throne while she sings. Like, it, you should be <laughs> I'll dance in the background, because I'm yeah, not. You should be not on her dancers. Well, yeah. you know Mariah, like, doesn't dance, because she's just, like, too, like, she's always just, like, half-assing it. Oh, my God, I love her. <laughs> she's got like. Put all she has into that voice, though, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, no, she doesn't need to dance, definitely. But you can dance. You are, oh my God. I'm going to write a letter to her, Mariah. <laughs> Excuse so, me, Mariah. What if we got both Mimi's together for Christmas? I would die. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to plan this. So, oh God, I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> so, you were born on Christmas, but like, I feel like that's a crazy I've always like been just in awe of the fact that you just you don't you don't complain about it because I would be annoyed because I'm like this day is about me yeah (laughs) but you have a lot of Jewish friends so that helps you yes I grew up with a lot of super super sweet Jewish friends who would like come over for Christmas and who would like participate because when I was younger a lot of my birthday parties were Christmas themed because that's just kind of what was happening. So we would like make Christmas cookies um, and they were all my Jewish friends were like so sweet about it. No one ever like, you know, said anything mean about it. We're like, this is dumb. Like we should be celebrating Hanukkah. Or so you were like forcing them to celebrate Christmas, even though it was a birthday party. <laughs> yeah. And, like I remember my mom would like try to include everyone, you know, so she'd buy like Star of David cookie cutters and stuff. Um, but yeah, and I remember at my birthday party one time, our friends Sophie and Olivia sang me this, like, Jewish blessing on my <laughs> birthday. Like, they stood up on their chairs and were, like, belting this Jewish blessing to me. It was so sweet. But, um, Aww. yeah, Aww. I've never so really cute. complained about it out loud. I definitely had some birthdays that were hard just because as you get older, I feel like during the holidays, it's hard to get your friends together. Um, yeah. And Christmas does you know, it comes first. It's a family thing. Um, But my family's always been really great about it. And um, do you get double the presents? That's everyone's question, right? (laughs) That is everyone's question, which is really interesting. And I absolutely don't get double the presents. I mean, I get the same amount of presents anyone would get. Like I get, I have separate birthday presents. We usually do my birthday in the evening. Like we'll have my cake and my birthday presents in the evening. If I can wait to unwrap my presents. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, a lot of people do the whole, like, oh, this is your birthday present and your Christmas present. Oh, but those as I get old, 
<laughs> As like an older though, I like that though, because cut them I don't know. all off. <laughs> cut them off. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, just start yeah. anew, okay? Those do okay. not sound I will. like real I know. I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> You're Mimi. So, but like you were born in, you were born on an island. That's yes. really all I know. I've, I feel like I've heard this story a few times from you and I'm just like, I have no idea why Mimi was born in Fiji, but <laughs> she was. <laughs> I was almost in Fiji, not quite. Okay. Um, so I was born on this island called Saipan, which is um, just south of Guam, if anyone knows where that is. It's all north of Indonesia. Um, and my parents were there just working. I think the story is that my mom, my mom is a speech therapist and she saw an ad in a magazine or newspaper saying that they needed speech therapy for special ed students um, at this school on this tiny island. And my parents were like, let's go. <laughs> so they were young and crazy and they, and it was the eighties and oh, they wow. went to this island and lived there for a few years. And then she yeah, was like, there's great the humidity heat. there. So I can have like a good eighties. Like <laughs> oh, God. that was probably the motivation. She had a crazy <laughs> perm in the eighties. So she's like, I, I want the go. hair. So I'm going to Guam. <laughs> yes. Here we go, honey. Pack your bags. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, I'm. It's also really great that she was doing such valuable and amazing work. <laughs> of course. That's you know, side note. Hmm. That's so cool. So she had her baby on Christmas, and was that like? Was it was it wasn't snowy, so you don't have like some crazy like it was snowing and all the blizzarding and the yeah. doctors barely made it in the door. Exactly. Um, no, it wasn't like that at all. And then didn't they sing? Um, yeah. Okay, tell me about that because that yes. I Mimi just told me this, so it's new information for me too. It's yeah, amazing. and I feel like my mom didn't tell me this story until I was like an older teenager. But um, I yeah, so I'm pretty sure she went into labor Christmas Eve, so she was there like through the because I think her labor was pretty darn long. Um, and I was born at 6 p.m. on Christmas evening. Um, but she. There were a lot of midwives in, it was in the hospital, but there were a lot of like traditional midwives there. Um, and there were four midwives from Fiji and they were like going around the hospital singing Christmas carols to the other women who were there in labor. Um, and so they sang Silent Night in four-part harmony to my mom while she was in labor with me. <laughs> like so sweet. And oh I think that's God. probably why I love that song. I heard it and I was like, oh, this is great. Here I come. Yeah, I mean, that is honestly, was your mom, did she tell you, like, if she enjoyed that? Because, like, I, I've never been in labor, uh, but I could imagine I'd be like, sh like, I'm gonna fucking scream if I want to scream, <laughs> don't tell me to be silent. <laughs> I think she liked it, they probably caught her in a good mood, because, yeah, when women are in labor, they do kind of go in and out of, like, they change their minds a lot about what they want, um, I'm not speaking from experience personally, but I've I've been to some births before and that seems to be a trend. But um, I think, yeah, she liked it in the moment. I think it was probably early on in her labor. It wasn't, yeah, um, yeah she wasn't she like pushing anything. She was just like resting between contractions. Aw, that is yeah. so sweet. I know. Thank you, midwives. <laughs> oh, midwives in Guam, shout out. They're definitely listening. They're like, wow, I always wondered what happened to that one girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Mariah co-wrote. Okay, wait. Now I'm looking at the full breakdown of the album. Okay. Um, Mariah's thing. So she was a producer on all of her songs, of course. Um, and she wrote, she co-wrote three. Mm. Wow. She co-wrote Jesus Born on This Day, which should actually be renamed to Mimi Born on This Day. <laughs> Um, just a little <laughs> note to Mariah. Okay. And then she sings Miss You Most at Christmas time. And that's one of hers. Yeah. So like that is an original Mariah. And I think I like that because I mean, I'm a big Mariah fan in general. And like, yeah. I feel like it kind of like sounds like her style. So I think that's kind totally. of why I like that because I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, like that really is her song. And I actually used to think it was just one of the songs that she covered. Like she also does Silent Night, as we said. Um, mm -hmm. She does Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home, which was written by Phil Spector, who is a murderer. 
<laughs> yeah, you were talking about that in episode one. Yeah, it's like so, so weird. Um, so she does that. She also did Joy to the World. She has Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she has all those like traditional classics, but then she has this one. I'm going to play a little bit of it. Everybody's laughing, the world is celebrating, and everyone's so happy, except for me tonight, because I miss you, most at Christmas time, and I can't get you, get you off my Sometimes her voice reminds me, you have to see uh, every time uh, Maya uh, Rudolph, is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget her name for some reason. It's weird. Like, it just doesn't fit her to me. But anyway, yes, Maya <laughs> Rudolph, she, um, I'm just like, no, that's not your name. Like, it is your name, but it's not. But anyway, she, she every time she does a, like, pop singer, like, uh, she does oh. such a good interpretation I think she's done Beyonce I don't know if she's actually ever imitated oh, wow. Mariah but it just sounds like that like yeah. <laughs> you can see like her face forming those yeah. emotions yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean I just love that she's like every the whole world is embracing except <laughs> for you and I like it's just like every the only ones yeah it's so dramatic <laughs> and I just yeah. love it like the entire world and I feel like that kind of is what it feels like around the holidays where it's like oh my god everyone's in love everyone's happy like it's so easy to be like a Debbie Downer and be like like I no one loves me I'm alone but I mean that's not the point of Christmas Um, (laughs) but I feel like I like that Mariah embraces that side of it and makes it medley yeah, it's a pretty song. It's also, um, it doesn't, what I, another thing I like about it is it doesn't sound super Christmassy. Like there's no jingle bells and none of that kind of traditional like shoe bap boo bap like Christmas yeah. stuff. So I feel like it's one of those songs you can sneak into a playlist that you're wanting to play at like a holiday party, but you don't want to like freak everyone out about how much you like Christmas music. You know Ex- what I mean? Yes. Because, so. it, yeah, I totally know. It's like, because. Because you don't want to be, like, the Jesus freak of a Christmas party. (laughs) You're not that. (laughs) And it can be annoying. Like, she does have some very, like, churchy songs on this album, too. Like, wait, let me just play a little bit of... I mean, she wrote that song, Jesus Born on This Day. Like, I'm pretty sure she's, like, very into the Jesus aspect of Christmas. But I do... But you're totally right. Like, that song is... It's like it's just about the holiday season in general. Like at Christmas mm-hmm. time includes Kwanzaa time and New Year's time and Hanukkah time. Like you know, she just happens to say at Christmas time. Um, I I like it's so funny because I'm always like apologizing for the fact that this is like this Christmas has like the Christian undertones, but like I just like sure. I just want it to be like uh for everybody to enjoy, and I always like you know, feel guilty that I, like, love Christmas music, because I'm, like, wait, but, like, I don't want to make people think I, like, am against abortion or something. (laughs) Yeah, 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 right, and it's, like, too, like, I love, there are some of those religious songs that I really love, like, recently I've been singing Go Tell It on the Mountain, like, so loud in my house, and a big part of that is, like, Jesus Christ is born, and my wife god like stop that's so annoying and I'm like sorry it's just so like good like, yeah <laughs> I totally like yes there is that okay wait yeah I'm gonna play um she because in this one she has this whole glory to what which one is that I think it's Hark the Herald yeah well because oh, yeah, that's Hark- very Hark- like Gloria. like church choiry. we'll find out
Okay, yeah, that was, I mean, it's like, when you have, like, such a great choir like that, I mean. Yeah. But you're not, we, like, we were just dancing. I wish that this podcast was actually, like, no, nobody <laughs> really wants to see that, but, like, the HBO special, where it's just, like, yes. like, from her Christmas album, though, there's another also very popular one besides, of course. Okay, so if you look at Mariah Carey's top 10 on Spotify right now, so just mm-hmm. a back we're recording this like a few days after Thanksgiving Mariah Carey just came out with her newest album called Caution on came out like I think last Friday like really recently and Mm -hmm. it's like doing really well with the critics and it's like people are saying like Mariah's back like this is her songwriting like she's back to who she used to be like she had a couple years like I remember yeah she had that one song that was like hashtag something and I was just like like don't but I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, nobody, just don't worry about it. And then, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she, her top 10 on Spotify right now, like, includes, like, Caution is this, one of the songs, GTFO, A No No, and those are all from her new album. But number one is All I Want for Christmas is You, and number 10, the, the bottom of that, even though she has all these other, like, new songs, Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. The mm-hmm. one written by the, ra- uh, not rapist, but murderer. Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> Honestly. Um, so that's also on the list. So this is also really popular of hers. So I'm going to play a little bit of that just so we can hear, like, her version. Mm-hmm. But of yes. course, number one is All I Want for Christmas is You. And I just want to say a few more facts about this song because there are Please so do. many, like, ridiculous. It's just, well, okay. So Tect, I already said that. The Economist says she got 60 million. Um, I'm reading this article from People magazine. So that was in, yeah, that was last year. And then Tech Times says it's the 11th highest selling single of all time. And then it has earned more than 50 million from Carrie, for Carrie, oh, excuse me, and her co writer, Walter Afanasiev. Oh. That guy's just like he wrote that one song and now he's just like sitting he's, on yeah. sitting on his pile of gold. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then he well, good for him and thank you for the song. I know. Thank you. You deserve <laughs> all, every penny of that. Yeah. <laughs> Those fifteen million dollars, let me tell you, you earned them. <laughs> and then yeah, he has written a few other songs for her, uh, but like that, I mean, obviously is the most important. Um, he also helped write, um, was Miss You Most at Christmas Time. Um, like, so the two of them also did that. And then, okay, so here's a little story about how she wrote the new song. She, it said, we started to write what Mariah, I almost called her McCary, Mariah (laughs) wanted to do, uh, wanted to do was a Phil Spector old rock and roll 60s sounding Christmas song. Phil Spector. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they were thinking of like, there was this whole album that Phil Spector like, you know, helped put together with all of these like girl group from the 60s. So the Ronettes, the Crystals, Darlene Love were in it. It was mm-hmm. this big, like, per- it was an amazing Christmas so- like album. Yeah. Um, Apparently, uh, now you can get uh, the record that was originally pressed at the time. They sell for, like, $300 a piece. So it's, like, a big thing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is from people.com, by the way. Um, okay. <laughs> but I trust them. So, yeah, Mariah Carey was, like, she – here's what she says about this new – her All I Want for Christmas is You. She said, I wrote it just out of love for Christmas and, like, really loving Christmas music. Oh my god, she's one and of us. Boy oh boy, does that come through in the song. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like can I tell you, I felt that love. Like you can tell when someone's phoning it in. Like that's like uh from love actually. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. That's like, a whole other episode in itself, that yeah. movie. <laughs> We should do that. But, like, yeah, he's just, like, if you really love Christmas, he's just, like, God damn it, this show, this song. Really for sauce. <laughs> yeah. But she, she's one of us. She loves the music. And yeah. so she said, I listen to a lot of old R&B and gospel music for inspiration. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she 
they like made it this kind of like old school like style and oh god he was like a, the guy she was collaborating with while writing it he started okay it says i started playing some rock and roll piano and started boogie woogieing my left hand <laughs> okay so i would love to see that in action <laughs> yeah i'm really not sure i feel like that I, that's some musical terminology i'm not familiar with boogie woogieing i'm like do you have to go to juilliard for that i don't know <laughs> So then he says, Carrie joined in. Oh, God, I just got chills just reading this line. Yeah, I, I know. The tension. The, what was it called? The edging? Not the urging. The edging. The edging is mounting in my chest. <laughs> yes. I'm like, just reading that. I don't want a lot for Christmas. But do you get chills? Yes. Well, you can hear the the little ding, yes. ding, ding, ding. And you're just yes. like, oh, it's happening. It. I hear the... Uh, like it's just like oh my god there's like a gong it's just like it just makes your heart flutter I know I just, like I'm getting chills seriously it like aligns all your chakras and like <laughs> your spirit is like full of electricity and you're just like <laughs> yes well Mimi actually you do energy working so maybe this should be part of your own like this should be part of your practice for like aligning yeah. people's chakras like play them the song <laughs> Yes, if I get like a really difficult client on my table, I'm like, okay, just sit there, close your eyes. I'm just going to play some really nice spiritual music for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh and it then, would work every time. This could, you know what? The nurses at the hospital should have played this song because that would have induced labor oh, for your yeah. mom. And my mom had to be induced too because I was like really oh. cozy in that womb. So, you're after. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. he said, oh, that's true. It wasn't out yet. Yeah, it was just the year after, though. Yeah. So then he says, my first reaction was, that sounds like someone doing voice scales. And he said, apparently he told Business Insider, the, the co-writer of the song, he said, are you sure that's what you want? He doubted her. Oh, my God. He the doubted Mariah. I can't believe that. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine if this never happened because some man doubted her. But guess what? Mariah, Carrie, but, and yet she persisted. <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> yes, she did. She like Elizabeth Warren talking <laughs> shit. She would sing. Yeah. So they worked for hours and it went, but it went, went quickly. The singer told Billboard. Um, yeah, they just, like, they had it down. I mean, it is so amazing. And Mariah Carey has says it sounds like the 60s. But, oh, yeah. God. There's just, there's it's so much. list though. Yeah. Let's, okay, we're going to play the very beginning. Just the very beginning. Like, okay. it's going to be You're just edging so us. <laughs> I'm edging, yeah. <laughs> because that <laughs> beginning, though, is, like, enough to, like, be a song on its own. Just the first, like, yeah. second. Okay, here yeah. we go. That's enough. I'm cured. I'm healed. Yeah, I seriously, like, <laughs> all it takes is that, and I feel, I feel like that is, like, the antidote to her first, like, she has that really sad song, like, I, everybody's together, and I'm alone, um, and, like, it's so sad, but then all she has to do is listen to this song, and yes. then feel better, like, it's all about that, like, unrequited love, so she's still not, 
Like, it's a song that I can enjoy as someone who has never had true love on Christmas. <laughs> it's a song it's inspiring, for though, is for it the not? People who are in married relationships or just, like, totally single, you can still, you can sing it to a piece of cheese. Like, Absolutely you can. You can sing it like, to your cat. You can sing it to the yeah. cheese. You can sing it to like, your... Open your refrigerator. Socks. Yes. Look at the <laughs> socks and just be like, all I want for Christmas. <laughs> it's just like so perfect. And then like even just that glorious, that slow intro. Mm-hmm. It's like, like the beat drops and you're just like, <clears throat> it just goes and you're, yeah. you can't not dance. Like it's actually a dangerous song for me to listen to in the car because I'm like getting into it. And uh, I should really not be driving when that song is on. <laughs> what if you actually, like, hit, got to an accident? Like, not a big accident, but if you just, like, hit the curb and then, like, a cop was there and he's like, what seems to be the problem? Like, do you think if you said, I was listening to All I Want for Christmas is You, would that get you off, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be like, I understand. Carry on, ma'am. <laughs> I... I, honestly, I would definitely, like, if somebody did something crazy, like, I would just, uh, if they said that it was because of that song, I'd be like, okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did do something crazy because of that song. That song, I don't know if I ever told you this, that song inspired me to tell Miles that I loved him and that I wanted to be with him. And we're still together to this day. So Christmas oh miracles isn't that crazy? I, actually, I forget well, that, I too. I kind of remember, weren't we gonna, like, put up those, like, signs? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Which we didn't do that, thank God. We were gonna copy Love Actually and hold up the Christmas signs, like, outside his window. Actually, what happened was that... That was I think high school. He... Yes, so it was a high school. So we with our boyfriend since, like, senior year of high school, and they're adorable. And, uh, yeah, we were, like, of course in love with love actually the movie and we wanted to do those signs <laughs> that that one guy does for Kira nightly and we were gonna say because I you tell the truth <laughs> I had to tell the truth yeah it's just like the law oh so uh instead of that though what did you do we didn't do oh. the signs Okay, so I actually, I forget this because it's a little bit embarrassing. But what ended up happening, well, okay, this is what happened. I can't believe I'm telling this story. But um, we, he had, I don't think he had seen the movie because he's Jewish also. And he yeah. didn't really celebrate Christmas growing up. And um, he, so I don't think he had seen Love Actually. So we like made him come to my house. You and me, we were both there. And we like watched Love Actually and then oh, I remember. later that later that night, yeah, he, I like, was with that other like person, though, right? I don't know. I think there were four of us. We just don't need to get into the details. Okay, I thought it was just the three of us, but it maybe could have been. I am a third wheel, you know. That's my job. So but I remember because you left. You were like, something's gonna happen tonight, and you like ran up the stairs and left. And I was like, what do I do? And then he like told me that he liked me. I was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do it. Ex- oh like, my God. That is so cute. I totally forgot about that. I love that. So that song like was part of that whole time of your life though. So do you like actually, do you think of that song like, or do you think of like the beginning of your relationship? Like when you hear it? I do. I mean, that song already was such a bop. And so like, I loved that song so much and listened to it all the time. And on that's, I honestly think of you more than Miles when I listen <laughs> to that song, just because you and I would like drive around in neighborhoods and go look at the fancy houses and their Christmas lights and listen to that song. But um, I do like, I get annoyed at him when he tells me that he doesn't want to listen to that song. Cause I'm like, if it weren't for the song, we wouldn't be in love. But. <laughs> Oh my god, I bet there are a lot of couples that could say that. I I hope this song has seriously brought people together. I mean, it would make me, if some, if any random person on the street sang it to me, like, I would be theirs. Like, I would go to the, if we were in Vegas, I'm like, let's get married right now. (laughs) Go to the drive-thru. Oh my god. I'm like, I, I like, want that to happen. I feel like that'd be kind of cute. Imagine some stranger just singing that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's when you'll know <laughs> yeah. all right I'm gonna play more of it because it's just I mean it deserves it yes it's so good so because like after that amazing intro like I feel like it has to be that intro too it couldn't have just started like I don't wanna love for oh. Christmas it's like the, it's 
the edging. You got to slowly yeah. go into it. Like the song <laughs> itself does that. And it's so good because it's like it builds and her voice is amazing. And then all of a sudden, like you're so hyped up and she like gives that satisfaction. So here it yes. is. Quartzy.com. It's just QZ.com. There's this one that is about all about the song and it has a musicologist oh. explain why this song is so popular. This person has like all the true insight. So, but the article is yeah. by this man named, this writer named Dan Not Kopf. And it's from Last Christmas. Because Last Christmas in the 2017, it was like that big deal when she got onto the top 10 charts for the first time with this song. And yeah. actually, mm. um, I said that it was it had it hadn't happened in like twenty something years, but it had never been on the the song had never been actually on the top ten Billboard Hot 100. Um, so mm-hmm. like last year, it just like had this resurgence in popularity that I'm very curious. Like I'm sure there are theories as to why last year that happened. I I'm honestly not sure. I feel like there was a think, new movie. Yeah, because. Love actually came out in 2004 or something like that. And I would think that because they do that song, you know, that song is like yeah. the, the orgasm of that movie. Exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I would think it would be super popular after that. So I'm, yeah, I am curious. To, yeah. You said it was two years ago? It was just 2017, last year. Oh. This musicologist named Nate Sloan told, um, he, he was on a, uh, he's a host of a podcast called Switched on Pop. So <laughs> probably like, you know, a more legit uh, podcast about music. But I'm going to just like quote him from this article in Quartz. Um, he said that like he said that's a nice trick to say that she doesn't want a lot for Christmas. She doesn't like I guess the whole idea of it is like really romantic and fun. Um, but he says it might not, this guy Nate Sloan says, it might not be so effective if the chordal structure of the song wasn't supporting this idea of building to a reveal, which is exactly what we're talking about. Like, yes. <laughs> so he said, <laughs> here's some other like fun. I like really like this whole, I like to get into the music of it. Not that I get it, but he says um, the first, the song's first verse uses G major chord Um and it's noteworthy because I'm quoting this from this this article from Quartz. This is noteworthy because G major is the chord that makes us feel most at ease when a song is in that key, G major. So as mm-hmm. listeners, we won't feel relaxed until we hear the song return to that home chord. Okay, so basically... Oh my god. The, the song's first verse is in that G major chord. And then the chord... Yeah. Oh my god, this is so interesting. It says there are so I many. I know this points. is fascinating. Yeah, there are so many points in that chord progression where you think it is going to go back to where it started, and instead she keeps yeah. around. And then we're wow. always we're all in suspense 
from this like G major chord through, through like most of the song. And then it finally happens when she says, all I want for Christmas, like all that whole, all I want for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. When she does the climactic, all I want for Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> she, she played us girl. Yeah, I love that. And then they do say, like, that it's very old school sounding. um, And she, it like, it was a 1960s pop music thing to go to the verse chord form. Um, No idea what that means. But um, this article from Quartz does also um, mention Ariana Grande's 2014 holiday song, Santa Tell Me. And she uses the same, I guess, verse chorus form. And Mm. it's, uh, I love that song too. Yeah, Uh, that's a good one. She's, I mean, and it's also funny they mentioned her because everybody always compares uh, Ariana Grande's voice to Mariah. Well, Um, they they both just, they're such gifted, phenomenal singers. Yeah, I know. All I want Let's not compare them though. Come on, guys. Let's just lift them both up. Yes, they're both queens. And so, yeah, it's, like, I love that there's actually, like, a scientific reason that this song is just tuned into our ears as, like, an orgasm. Like, what we're saying. Like, like (laughs) it's perfect. I mean, I honestly, I said that at the beginning. What Just, like, randomly it came to mind. And it makes sense now. I'm, like, this song is, like... I just want to say, it's interesting that you brought up the whole, like, chord progression and, like, the science behind that. Because I was going to say that at the beginning when you were asking why I like Christmas music and I was going to say well it's almost like not optional because um just the science behind it like those chords you were talking about there are certain chords and sounds that just affect our hormones and really change our mood um and so I feel like it's it's always like a little bit confusing to me why people don't like Christmas music and certain pop songs too because they're just so energetic and happy and it just like I can feel the effect happening in my body. It's not just like, oh, I like this song. Like, I can dance to it. It, like, actually affects my mood in a major way. Yes, definitely. I think it's it's totally, like, that's why those songs work over and over, too. It's like, because somehow, yeah. like, it, you would think we get so sick of them. But, like, we can listen to them for an entire season. Like, an entire mm-hmm. couple months. Like, for me, at least, and, like, a lot of people I talk to. Like, you you can, you don't get sick of it, too. Because I think of that. That it has that feeling that like other songs don't and mm-hmm. I know there is a lot of like science behind like pop music and like there are those things called like earworms where it's like you get a tune in your head and it like it's scientific mm. you can't get it out of your head or something so oh, like that's kind of freaky <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like thinking about that side because it takes away <laughs> the whole like magic of it but I also sure. do like it does make a lot of sense when you listen to all I want for Christmas is you yeah. And, like there's this amazing this if you go to insights.spotify.com, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You is the most Spotify's most streamed Christmas song of all time with yes. over 217 million global streams. And that was from 2017, so like it's gonna go up now. And there are like so many fun facts on this site. Like, of course, there's Michael Bublé. He is the most popular artist in Christmas playlists, which yeah, you say that's just because he has, you know, the most Christmas albums. Like, I don't totally. know how many he has, but Mariah has two. Um, but she's a staple. I mean, it is the most, the top Christmas song. The second top Christmas song, orig- like, on its own is Wham's Last Christmas, which is, like, one of my all-time favorites also. Oh my god, I love that one. Yeah, that's a good one. And then number three on Spotify is Michael Bublé's It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Um, It's kind of funny, though. I mean, like, did you see that Katy Perry has a new Christmas song out? <laughs> no. It's not on Spotify, though. It's on. Oh. Amazon, so that's kind of annoying. But I feel like she, I feel like she's kind of had a sort of rough couple of years. So I think she's trying to, like get back into our good graces with this Christmas song and yeah like it really can work I mean look at Mariah like no matter what I feel like even if she's had bad music like in the past few years before caution like she has all I want for Christmas is you so like yeah she's always gonna be like 
every single Christmas we're going to be singing her songs and playing them. Yes, and we just need to be in a constant state of gratitude for that song. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I think, is there anything else you want to add about Christmas music in general? Um, well, I will say I had this article pulled up that's from Quartz as well. And that's, I oh, didn't really okay. add so many things about Christmas. Um, I just remember seeing this article a few years ago. Um, yeah, it came out in January of 2016. And it's about this Scandinavian word, huga. Have you heard of this? Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to mention this at the beginning, but I forgot to. And it's just this word that they say is kind of untranslatable. There's not really an English word um, that matches up well. Um, the best word that they could find was coziness. But it's just this word that... Um, that describes this feeling of at wintertime of wanting to come together and connect and find warmth and comfort in the darkness, um, especially in days where, you know, we were living on farms, like far apart from each other, and it was cold and really depressing, and there wasn't a lot of food. And um, there's just this winter joy that's like undescribable and that doesn't come. It's like a type of joy that doesn't come in other times of the year. And I feel like there's a lot of Christmas songs that really uh just invoke that joy in me and in other people too and that's one reason why I love Christmas and Christmas music so much that is so beautiful I love that sappy but (laughs) I honestly I embrace sappiness and like I think also that's that's part of that like comfort like I mean, we want to feel that sappiness. So thank you for saying that. That is so oh, beautiful. I know. You it was are- so nice. to. That article was like spreading like crazy on social media a few years ago. And I haven't yeah. seen it pop up this year. But I've been like feeling that, like wanting to come together and just like sing songs and tell stories and keep each other warm in the long, dark days ahead. Oh, my God. Mimi, you are a true Christmas princess. Oh, thank you. You get it, girl. And I appreciate that. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And thank you. I'm signing off here. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas.